This afternoon we're going to extend our Brahma-vihara practices, our practices of the heart, living with a wise, open, tender heart, to include the forgiveness practice. And forgiveness is really born out of uh, a continually deepening of our understanding of what it means to be human, to have one of these human lives with all of their strengths and imperfections. And on a retreat like this, as we are spending so much time in the area of the heart, in the area of the relationship we have with ourselves and with others, other humans, other species, the planet, as we wake up, we realize that uh, it is very possible to make mistakes. We make mistakes. And as the heart becomes more tender, more connected to the flow of our actual lives, we can wake up to that. We can wake up to the fact that we've made mistakes, other people have made mistakes. And so forgiveness is a practice that um, we can continually deepen. And it's the part of our heart that can be tender to the fact that we have caused harm, other people have caused harm. And how do we want to hold that? Unconsciously, because we don't like feeling pain, one of the things that we've all developed is some armoring of the heart because of past experiences where we've harmed others, some of the ways that we're cruel to ourselves even, and some of the ways that other people, um, through uh, different experiences that they've had, they've had bad days, they've had hard experiences themselves, they're not in touch with their hearts, they're not so in touch with the, uh, the impact of their actions or their words, that because they are navigating their lives, they may have caused us harm, or we see them causing harm to others. By no means is it all that we do. Uh, there's many beautiful parts of being human and many ways that people do love each other quite beautifully. But if you are in the process of waking up, one of the things we wake up to is the fact that we have blind spots, other people have blind spots. We get thrown into times that we're angry or short-tempered, and things happen that we later on regret. And then we can extend that understanding to other people that they also have hard days. They have times when they're overwhelmed, that they have a, a limit of how much they can handle before they turn to unskillful actions. And so with that wisdom and with that compassion, as that continues to grow, there's more chance to hold people with perspective and that's really what the cultivation of, of forgiveness is, is it's compassion with wise perspective. Now, by the time we come to meet here in this room, the word forgiveness, we might have a, um, a struggle with forgiveness. As we've already experienced it in our lives. Sometimes we feel like, if I forgive somebody, then <clears throat> there's no accountability for their actions. One of the reasons I'm not forgiving them is that there isn't a, a sense of justice yet. So I'm kind of holding on to this past action 
that someone did to me. I'm still figuring out how can there be some type of uh, righting of that wrong. So there might be, the heart might want to hold on to past hurts to protect itself and possibly still seeking some way for there to be justice. When we go into forgiveness, there's still room to seek out justice, but it's not from revenge and it's not from a contraction of heart and a distortion of heart that wants to inflict harm on somebody else or has rationalized harm on somebody else. You can look for justice in a way that heals, in a way that brings in accountability. That's actually more likely when we get deeper into what forgiveness is. We have a saying, to, uh, it's important to forgive and forget. And I like the forgiving side. And the forgetting side, we don't want to obsess about past harms and be trapped by them necessarily. We want to have a sense of being able to move on from past experiences. But past experiences are rich. There's a lot to learn from them. So forgiveness is not about forgetting because sometimes we do need to learn from where there has been harm. But obsessing about it and being sort of frozen in time because you can't move on from a particular action that happened. I went to my 30th uh, high school reunion a year ago. And I was surprised that, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself. <laughs> and I was walking towards like, what if they're jerks like they were in high school? <laughs> I'm not at all prepared. Like if they all want to get in that mood that they had and they all want to like target me and like, whoa, well, you know, I better like stock up on my self-esteem because like, what if they're, it's like, wow, you're still holding on. And it's like, just, Let's have a little more faith in humanity. <laughs> Just as you've grown, they've grown. But I still watch some part of me was scanning. Are these people going to be high school jerks? Or are they going to be adults? Can I actually talk to them? And it was really lovely to look them all in the eye and update my files and realize all that sort of high school stuff that I had stored, you know, tried to get rid of, but was there for protection just in case I bumped into one of them again. <laughs> that it was useless. It was so old. It was so old. And I tried... And it's so, you know, they're not re as reflective as I am. I mean, it's just sort of my, my pension to spend 25 years for self-reflecting like this. But I tried to go back and, do you remember when you said that thing? And remember when I said that thing? I'm really sorry. I was like, wow, I have no memory. It's like, oh, wow, I've been wanting to apologize to you for like 25 years. So, <laughs> And then they would laugh. It's like, aren't you a Buddhist? And it's like, yeah, I am. That's why I'm sensitive to these issues. You know, it's like, when I'm done, I'll be done. But on the way, you know, I still cringe at things that I've said. I was like, God, you know, 25 years later, 30 years later, that was a really cruel thing to say. That really, I got some joy out of it, but that really hurt somebody. <laughs> and, some, and a lot of people are doing that to me too. And that's way back when we were kids. And then since then, you know, I've, I've had really dear family members who, due to family patterns, they get caught in overwhelming forces and they say something unconscious or they're trying to maneuver in our family system and something said, is said cruel. I've said things and then realize after the fact, oh, that wasn't kind. Like Heather said, you know, celebrating her son and then realizing that that might've caused harm. She could have been a little more conscious. So there are many ways, many ways that we cause harm to each other. And one of the developments of the heart is developing a heart that's tender and strong enough that it can recognize these things. And part of the healing where there has been harm is to offer forgiveness, to ask for forgiveness. 
I once had a friend who said, okay, you've explained how you hurt me, but you still haven't really asked for forgiveness. And she was right. I was like, oh, you're right. That's, that's a little bit more vulnerable. <laughs> I'm sorry that I did that. And can you forgive me? And to say that second part was much more unnerving because if she couldn't, that would be really intense. But she offered me a training. It's like, I'm going to forgive you. So just so you know, walk out onto that bridge, ask for forgiveness. And so I asked for forgiveness and she gave it to me. It was much more reconciling to really say, yeah, I apologize and I ask for your forgiveness. And say, I offer you forgiveness. And it just that sort of smoothed it out. There was a tender exchange. And you can feel the heart unknotting. You can feel like, oh, I don't have to carry that one. I don't have to kind of worry whether there's something I haven't quite done yet. I really did ask for forgiveness. She really did offer it. And in reverse, I've offered people forgiveness. And I can see the relief in their being that they don't have to worry about past harms. So that's the direction we're going to head with forgiveness. And <clears throat> it's a direction to head, and we can all do a little bit more than we have done. And what we've seen through practicing this is that it's not that you should be able to forgive everybody right now. There actually are some complications of pain that if you went too quickly into the forgiveness, you might not really be ready to authentically, deeply forgive. So it's not something that you have to do it or force it. And if you feel your heart asking, you know, shrinking back from the, I don't want to go there today, that's fine. That's fine. Sometimes in places I'm not yet ready to forgive, there's something I'm still trying to figure out. But I know eventually I'll get to the place where I can exhale and forgive. But maybe it's too fresh. You haven't figured it out yet. Don't have perspective on it to fully forgive. Or the pain is so strong from the past, um, whether it was a really strong harm, a really strong break in the relationship, that you're not quite ready to just sort of smooth it out. But I've also seen people cling to their resentments. It's a, kind of a sad um, pattern. I know it's a little bit more in the East Coast, not to get too... <laughs> but people, people like to polish their resentments. And there's some, again, some family members that I just keep checking every now and then. It's like, are you ready to forgive so-and-so? It's like, absolutely not. There's no way. And they just go back into the story and it's like they're polishing their tea set. It's like everything's shiny and they have the exact argument when they said that, when they said that. I will never forget. It's like, wow, that's like, it feels good to polish your resentments. It feels good to kind of like, I was wronged. But then I look at the cost of that in them and I look at the cost when I do that, that my heart isn't really free. It really, it really isn't free to be in this moment. It's got too many past contractions. Uh, so I have to be careful about that. And I go back in when I find my plate, uh, any resentments I'm holding on to and soften them, forgive myself for mistakes I've made, forgive other people for mistakes they've made. And then sometimes there's, again, room for justice. Sometimes there's, that was an injustice. I'm going to see if there's a way where I can talk to somebody about what happened. Or that's a repeating pattern, and so I can forgive it, but I think it's going to repeat. So my forgiveness sort of takes my own resentment out of the picture. But actually, I would like to 
find a way to stop this harm from happening again. So we wouldn't want necessarily to just sweep everything into the past and not learn from the past. So that's not what we're doing here um, with, this, with this practice of forgiveness. There's still room to learn from mistakes and to see if we can stop future pain from happening. That will be important towards oneself and any habits you have that might be harming to oneself. Any relationships you're having immediately. And then as all of you, if you've looked at any of the news, you can see that nationally, internationally, how we have structured our society, there's harm being caused and we're participating in the harm. And so we need to ask for forgiveness, offer forgiveness, but then learn from mistakes and see if we can do better in the future. So it's not all about forgetting, but it's about not having, not acting and living from a contraction of heart. The heart needs to open and then we can deal with the pain we're causing each other. So I'd like to guide us a little bit in the practice of forgiveness. Um, you can try it out. It's a learning process. Um, and then we'll have a chance to um, talk a little bit about what you experienced when you practiced. What I would recommend uh, it is get a sense of where you are right now this afternoon. If you're feeling like you're in a fairly grounded place and your heart's been kind of satisfied this afternoon, you might want to say, yeah, I'm ready for a stretch. I'm ready to go into some relationships, some patterns that are really difficult. If you find that you're tired this afternoon and you're already dealing with some grief, you might not try to take on a huge act of forgiveness or someone really harmed you. But you can see if there's something within, the, within your heart's range now. There's some things that are easy to forgive. There are some things that are a stretch and there are some things that the heart contracts under the request. And it just, it just creates more turmoil to try to look at forgiveness. So you have to do a little gauging of where you are uh, right now, this late afternoon, to see the size of the forgiveness that you want to practice. So to begin with, before we even go there, let's again sort of come into a sense of being in the room here and now in our bodies and see if we can invite our bodies to be relaxed. Invite our hearts and our minds to be relaxed. And to recognize that we're here in a room sitting still, that we're in a fairly safe environment And so we can afford to be open-hearted, letting many of our defenses down. And see what it's like as you breathe in and out of your chest, if your heart space feels open and flexible, relaxed, or become aware if there is already something brewing in you some preoccupation of heart, some contraction. I wouldn't make any of it wrong. That doesn't help with self-awareness. 
Just allow yourself to come into a sense of your body, your heart, your mind, as it is now. Inviting yourself to be simple, your body still relaxed. Breathing into your chest, letting your chest open and relax with each breath. And from a place of sitting here in stillness, inviting yourself to be relaxed and content, allow your heart to open up to the realm of where you might have caused harm to somebody. (coughs) Knowingly or unknowingly, consciously, unconsciously, a blind spot you have. You might have lost your temper. You might have said something in order to hurt. You might have neglected somebody. See what comes to mind. If the first thing that comes to mind is quite large and you feel afraid of it, that might not be the best place to start. So as you're opening your heart, where might you have been a part of somebody else's pain? Through the way you spoke or acted. Sometimes as we tune into this, our hearts shrink a little bit with shame, or they start to explain a little bit defensively. And see if you can relax into your body and instead shift your attention out of concern for the other being. ways you might have caused doubt in them, shame, fear. Maybe hurt their trust. 
and you can hold both of you with compassion. And still center your attention on someone else. See that something said or done unskillfully was hard for somebody else. be a desire to make amends, to author something soothing to where there had been harm. So you might say to yourself, thinking of them, I apologize and I ask for your forgiveness. Let that reverberate for a little bit. I apologize and I ask for your forgiveness. Maybe you want to stay with this particular incident, this particular being. Or maybe something else pops into your heart and your mind. Some other things said or done that you can see now with wisdom, compassion, and perspective. I'm sorry I hurt you, I apologize, and I ask for your forgiveness. If there's still something left over, like you know, maybe you have a little more work to do, that's okay. You can acknowledge that. I'm growing in the direction where I can apologize and ask for forgiveness.
your heart has gotten defensive with an argument, an explanation, a deflection, invite yourself to be relaxed, at peace, and for a moment, no need for defensiveness. I'm sorry I hurt you. I apologize and I ask for forgiveness. When you're ready, I'd like us to move to a different area of forgiveness. And that's this battle we have with ourselves, with our high expectations and our disappointments, and the way we have an inner critic, the way that we've pushed ourselves or been harsh with ourselves at times betrayed ourselves. Take a moment and see if you can turn your attention towards any habits you have or any moments that come to heart or mind where you weren't your own friend, your own ally. that your heart and your mind got mean or cruel with yourself. Allow yourself to tune in that, to that, and relax. We've all done it. Many of us are doing it today. Can we bring tender-heartedness to ourselves? If in any way I've caused harm to myself, I recognize it. I'm sorry. I care for you. And I ask myself for forgiveness. I forgive myself for mistakes I've made. Bringing compassion to yourself and your own self-relationship.
I offer compassion, understanding, and forgiveness in ways I have been hard on myself. Critical. Ways I have not been my own friend or ally. Sometimes putting your hand on your heart reinforces that sense. And with this forgiveness to some degree, you can start a new relationship. I forgive myself. Hopefully you can tune into the sweetness, the vulnerability, and the returning of a healthy connection when we care about where we've caused harm. Forgiveness is an allowance of reconnection. Reconnection where there's been pain It may be the basis of a new friendship, a new quality of friendship. To have asked and received and given forgiveness. When you're ready, I'd like to turn in the third direction where others have caused harm to us.
through their actions, through their words. See what comes to heart, what comes to mind. Things said or done that were cruel or unconscious, where the impact wasn't considered. where we weren't well held. See if we can let go of the resentment, the defensiveness, closing down on our side, if that feels right, if you feel ready. Holding yourself and the other person with some compassion, some understanding. where I have been harmed by another through action or word. I offer forgiveness. I offer compassion and understanding. I release my resentment. I release my contraction. Again, this is by invitation. It's meant to be a stretch for the heart. But in a way that feels good for the heart to release. If the timing's not right, or if it leads to a struggle You can say, I'm heading in the direction to forgive. I'm just not there yet.
I'm trying to understand, but I don't yet. It doesn't feel safe to forgive yet. Then lastly, I'd like us to think on a larger scale how we have cultural patterns that we're all participating in. And these cultural patterns cause harm. There's the cultural patterns of racism and harm through race. There is cultural patterns of sexism. There are cultural patterns where we force people into gender identity that doesn't feel true to them. We've forced patterns that we call normal or standard that hasn't allowed people to be themselves in many forms of their self-identity or self-expression. I'm sorry to be participating in this harm. I apologize and I ask for your forgiveness. I recognize I've participated in this harm. I apologize and I ask for your forgiveness. Again, when you're ready but I'm ready to ask. I apologize. And I ask for your forgiveness.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.